Welcome to the podcast. Show. Oh. Show. Hello, my name. What is your name? It's Elijah. This is annoying. <laughs> the way we just lost every listener we've ever had. In the first 15 seconds. Yeah. Okay, ignore all of that. All Welcome that. to the show. My name's Elijah. My name's Grayson. And you're listening to Unreal. We've got a really um, kind of a banger for you today. Couple, yeah. I don't know. We're all over the place. <laughs> it happens. It's more of a scatterbrain episode today. But yeah, and I'm hoping that next Wednesday is a scatterbrain kind of week for the listeners. That when they are listening to this, when it finally releases, <laughs> I was like, "What?" Yeah, that they'll be in the same mindset. Yeah, and be like, "Oh yeah, dude, you know, speaking my throw language. it on, do some laundry, maybe yeah. go on a commute or Tune cook us out, give us five stars, thank you, thank you. We got we have we have like six on Spotify yeah, so far, uh, or sixteen. I could be you know what do they say? Like, uh, it helps us out a lot. Easy click for you. Easy click for you. Uh, it helps us say. out. It gets us Does more. It? I don't know. We, I think we don't so. Make money I think the most that you get, the more stars you get, the more like yeah. the platform like pushes you and promotes. That's you cool. I, I mean, I like the idea of having more listeners, but at the end of the day, we do this for us and we do this for y'all who who talk to us about it, listen to it. That's what it's all about. Um, Shout out to my brother who I just found out listening yeah. to this podcast. Thank Shout you. Shout out to Meg, Heather. Heather. Heather's a big fan of ours. Anyone else who's listening right now, like, love you for love real, you guys. Um, yeah, <coughs> we're thankful for you guys because it's Thanksgiving yeah. tomorrow. Oh, Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, ten things you're thankful technically, for. Technically, ten things. Forty things you're thankful for. Okay, I'm uh, thankful for you, Grayson. I'm thankful oh, for you, I'm thankful and for thankful you. for this podcast that we have. Together. This podcast, uh, and and every Wednesday we spend together, and and oh, it's our day. And every moment is a gift. I literally told my new job. I said I can't work Wednesdays. I have to work. What does Uguay say? He says, um, "That's why they call it the present." Aww. You know. Because every moment is a gift. That's like, is that from a Christmas Carol? No, it's Uguay oh. from from Kung Fu Panda. Bitch. <laughs> 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 okay. Good luck listening. Well, first things first. We're gonna first have things to first. Talk we're the realist. <laughs> is that like a Nicki Minaj thing? <laughs> I don't think it's uh, that. I think it's Iggy Azalea. Oh. We'll talk about that later. Well, she's not the realist. So no, she's not. She's the fakest. First things um, first. What? We need to talk about. What we're going to do after the podcast we're gonna watch the holdovers yeah! i have been very excited you don't know how excited i've been i've been very excited i've been dreaming of this day since yeah. a couple months ago yeah yeah we heard we had a busy weekend so we couldn't see it this weekend but that's okay no. we're gonna see it today it's gonna be really good paul giamatti i'm hearing great things i'm so excited i felt a little bit vindicated because i had said that i didn't love the trailer and you were like dumb idiot and then um and then someone on Twitter said, worst trailer I've ever seen of all time, but best movie of the year. And I said, oh. You know, I did see that, actually. It's both exciting, and I'm also like, yeah, I hated that trailer. Thank God someone else said that. <laughs> I I um, liked the, the music in the trailer. Music was good. I, yeah. I liked it. And I you could it. tell it was going to be good. I watched it last night. Trailer. Preparation for today. You watched the movie? Fuck no, the trailer. You. I hate you. The trailer. You watched it without me. Because I was so excited. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so... Last we talked, did we talk about? We didn't talk about Priscilla in detail, did we? You did. Well, I had because you were gonna yet. watch it. Yep, we didn't see it. Oh, okay. Well, we'll save that. Um, so really, I only have three movies to talk about, and two of them are with you. What? Tenant. Oh. <laughs> Northman today. Yeah. And then High Fidelity. Ow. I watched on my own. And that's really it. 
Um, I, I haven't been watching a lot of movies lately. I watched a couple. Not I really, I didn't watch that many. I don't watch that much either, to be honest with you. I think. Um, I've been so busy, busy, busy boy. When I get home, I've been trying to sleep more. You know, good for you. Yeah. Also, I also am taking like a little bit of a break from movies because I watched so many last month yeah. for October. I was like, yeah. I'm not doing this. Um, but I did watch a couple. I rewatched Captain Marvel. Okay. And then I watched the Marvels. What do you think? Let's I start liked there. it. I liked the Marvels. Let's start there because I'm very interested. I'm very, in- I'm very interested. <laughs> I I like the Marvels. I think, you know, it did it it did what it was meant to do, and it yeah. was just to make a fun movie. You yeah. need a cost that wanted something light and funny, and like, that's what it was. And and you know what's nice about it is you don't need to watch other movies except Captain Marvel. Yeah, because they I've seen this while working it. They have um, probably the sloppiest ever device to like do exposition they like lay down in the memory chair <laughs> like oh yeah they're trying to find like a tr- they're trying to find something on like a, a ship so they have yeah. to like, go back and like look at it and like pause it and stuff yeah so it like and that's how they do like the montage to recap what happened in the first movie and what happened during wandavision what happened they're like Phew. it's like a montage like yeah scene. it's yeah, just yeah. pulling footage from the other scene and there was some new stuff too that wasn't it was yeah heard. Oh. um so um, that looked interesting the action there's, there's actually a lot of action in this movie the one scene, you know, set to um, the rat ta ta rat. Oh that yeah, one, the one that they like the show Missy Elliott song. Yeah, kind of awesome. Dude. It was good. It was fun. Kind of cool. The music helped. Yeah, I I like the way that the camera moves. During yeah, that. people yeah, yeah, yeah. were like kind of roasting it, like they were being sarcastic and saying, "Oh, this looks awesome." I'm like, it kind of does. Like the way that the camera whips around as they trade places. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's this one specific scene where Kamala. Like twirl, she like flips laterally. You yes, know what I'm talking about? yeah. And like twirls around, yeah. and then throws that gun. And I'm like, okay. She was great in the movie. Yeah, I heard she's, she's the best great. part. She's so good. She's so charismatic, and so energetic, funny. and stuff. Uh, people Very say funny. it harkens back to the older days of MCU, like the the first Avengers movie. Yeah, and, and yeah, that definitely. Era. And we have to address the hate. Yeah. That of course Captain Marvel has been getting since 2019. Yeah. Well, I didn't love the first one. I, I just thought it was boring. It didn't. It didn't I, when I rewatched it, I realized it was. Um, it's a little bit slower, but it actually is very cinematic. Like there's a lot of yeah. cool shots in there and yeah. stuff. Like when they go to Louisiana. Yeah. I was like, wow. But it just it felt like half of the movie was um, a tie-in for that that show that didn't really take off. Agent something, not Agent Carter, but the other one. Uh, it had that kind of balding guy, Agent Cooper. I think was his name. What's that guy's name? Mm, oh, Coulson. Coulson, yeah. That Agent was before. Coulson. That was way before, I think. I was think he in it. He for, was like for like half the movie. Yeah, he had like one scene. What? No. Yeah, he wasn't in it that much. Him and Samuel L. Jackson. He wasn't in it that much. He really wasn't. He had like maybe one or two scenes. Who was it? Then was it the scroll guy? Ben Mendelsohn, maybe the scroll guy. Maybe, yeah. I just remember being fucking bored. I was sitting in a theater, and I, I don't remember the last time I've sat in a theater and been bored. Usually, I'm like, you know. I like that. But um, so it's funny because everyone's online talking about how like oh the reviews are fake the reviews mm-hmm. are fake, mm-hmm. which in reality, Rotten Tomatoes changed how they do things because of Captain Marvel got review bomb before it came out. Yeah, and then now people are complaining that the reviews are fake because they're good, so it's just kind of like yeah, she can't win. No, yeah, and I feel like people just hate Brie Larson and hate yeah. Captain Marvel, which is weird. I, I think she does great work with what she's given. Yes. I, I like Brie Larson a lot. And she's and she a lot of clips are always resurfacing of her being like she's the reason why like Rotten Tomato has more 
reviewers of color and more women reviewers because she had made that speech right. about like how not all movies are made for white men and that's okay. Right. She said like, a white man can't tell you how a black time, woman, that was how like, a black woman is supposed to have a life and you relate to that. You know what I mean? Right. And so like due to that due to that like Brie Larson is like one of the big reasons why like we have a more diverse Rotten Tomatoes critics, oh, yeah. which is phenomenal that yeah. that's a thing in the first place that yeah. she did that. I will say um, Disney, I would say saw it as an opportunity. And I don't think she said anything wrong. I completely agree. But if you go through like the the positive reviews on any bullshit movie that you hate that Disney has put out, it's usually a Disney freak that has mm-hmm. been the way that they did it is is interesting. They they approached it systematically yeah. and said, well, we're not going to buy our reviewers. We're going to prop up reviewers who will give who will eat our content and love it, mm-hmm. and you know fund them like indirectly. And suddenly like. You know, they have uh, this YouTuber who only talks about Disney and loves Disney stuff or Star Wars and only loves Star Wars stuff talking about Star Wars. And they're like, as a fan, like, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's like, but mm-hmm. that's all, like, are we just consuming content? Like, I mean, I feel like sometimes these movies mm-hmm. are just content. Yeah. For some people. Yeah. And I think that's what they're seen as. And um, I will say it's not like the best movie ever made, but it was a fun movie. I heard the villains boring. Um, yeah, they gave her a backstory, and it's also kind of—I mean, it, it takes place mm-hmm. to the first movie about like why it happened, and right. it's actually very interesting because like with what's going on right now with the situation, right? Um, so Captain Marvel thinks that. Well, I was thinking this when I was watching Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. the first one, is because like the Kree are like pe- thinking like the scroll like took their lands, they're evil, right. blah blah. But in reality, they're like looking for another place to go because they mm-hmm. were invaded. And their land was taken from them, right. and they had to leave. And these people are they're like refugees, thinking yeah. that they're like villains, but they're really not. Mm-hmm. And you said something in the last podcast where you were like, "Oh, people who are, um, would you say people who are the villain or make seem the, like they're the victim yeah, or something it's like Malcolm that?" Malcolm X quote. Yes, that, uh, they will have you thinking that the oppressed are, yes. you know, the villains, and that the uh, oppressors are victims. And that's literally what happened in the first movie. Yeah. Because and I was like, "Wow!" Oh, think, yeah. And you see that, and then it harkens back to that in this movie where. She's like, you know, teams like Kree, right. and like Captain Marvel did destroy the AI, right? And then it ruined their planet. Yeah. So they call her the Annihilator for that reason because people died, right? And she and thought she, that she was freeing the Kree exactly. She, she thought she was doing not. a good thing. So I mean, <clears throat> it could have been explored more, but like for what you're given, it's fine. Right. And she was fine. Yeah, I, I felt like she looked pretty interesting. Her stuff with uh, Monica looked interesting. Um, the ending, you know, obviously I won't say too much, but. I've seen the post credits. I've seen pretty much the whole movie just watching yeah. it. And you know what? It's an hour forty-five. It's short and it's nice. Samuel L. Jackson gets to be Samuel L. Jackson. I don't think at this rate anyone can stop him. Yeah. Um, he was cracking me up. You know, with that part I've he's heard people to get her say to fly, and he's like, <laughs> "Just do it." Mm, mm, black girl magic. <laughs> I've heard someone said this is the most. This is the most Nick Fury has been since like yeah. the Avengers. Yeah, because for a while he's been so. Dead in the water, but and I heard the show was terrible. Yeah, I, I didn't watch that. I, didn't watch, I wanted to watch it because it looked kind of like a spy espionage mm-hmm. film, but then I heard it was bad, so I just didn't watch it. Yeah, but I will say that Kat, um, Samuel L. Jackson and Brie Larson are best friends. He yeah. loves working with her. Oh yeah, they have five movies together. Yeah, I think that also kind of helps that he like he loves to like work with her. When he loves to work with somebody, it just really shows. Definitely. So, um, um, yeah, it looked fun. It's a fun movie. It's a yeah. fun movie. And Nia Costa is clearly a competent filmmaker. Like. You can feel it just watching it. You're like, okay, this looks pretty good. Uh, it has a lot of CG in the, like, when they're, like, flying and fighting. Yeah. It's like, okay. Like, specifically, Captain Marvel herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
is maybe the weakest part of the combat sequences, um, or maybe Monica, but uh, Kamala's fights are really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I feel like with Captain Marvel, because like she's so overpowered, mm. you can't make her do too much right. because she would otherwise she's the it, mightiest Avenger. Like, otherwise, it'd just be an easy an yeah. easy thing and be over. Yeah. So you have to put her like hindrances, which is why they had the thing on her neck last time. Yeah, and that's why they she wasn't in Avengers that much because she's like can't be fighting otherwise it would be over. Right. So I feel like with her, she her, her character itself already has a hindrance where she can't right. do too much because she's too powerful. Right. And that's very interesting to see. Um, yeah. But yeah, to a Marvel movie, it's it's fun. It's better than the last like seven that came out. Yeah. So yeah. that's something. Everything between Shang Shang Chi and. I think it's. I mean, besides Guardians of the Galaxy, that's a that was a. Good I did movie. love Volume that Three. That was good. That was. Great. I, I loved it. I. I it was such a good movie. Yeah. I, I didn't cry, but I was like, oh my God. The ending yeah. was perfect. Yeah. Um, but it's better than Ant-Man. It's better than Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. Oh, um, better than Doctor Strange. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a, one of the better movies that's come out since. I am a multiverse of madness defender to a degree. I liked it. I gave it, Yeah. I think four stars. Maybe three and a half, yeah. I don't remember. But someone was like, Jordan was like, why don't you give it that high? I said, mm-hmm. I like that. That was yeah. fun. Like, I hate know. whenever people shit on the best parts of a movie that you don't love like I didn't I didn't love Multiverse of Madness but it's got some really cool parts the music fight is awesome yeah uh, I really love cool. the stupid campy it's so Sam Raimi the ending where his the third eye, eye opens yeah. and uh, the zombie effects and you know I like the big monsters that people are like that was so cheesy that music fight was so stupid what do you want, dude? You want them to fucking... You should be cracking one-liners. And, and fucking, <laughs> I That's not cool. Dr. Strange, though. That's like a character. No. And, uh, yeah, I like that. The, n- no Marvel movie has ever been worse than Quantumania, and I stand by that. And I, I hated Love and yeah. Thunder, but it, at least it had some bright spots. Yeah. Quantumania was one of the worst pieces of garbage I've ever watched. <laughs> Did you get like half a star, didn't you? Yeah, it's, I think it's my lowest rated re- movie. Yeah, I think so. It's, I gave it's it, like, down there. I think it one and a half or something like that. <sighs> but that was crazy. But go see the Marvels. Go go support women yeah, in okay. film. Go yeah, have, just watch it. Watch a, it's, a, it's short. And with the first one, I did feel like to a degree um, they were hiding behind, like hiding from criticism behind identity um, to say like, oh, well, you can't call this a boring bad movie because uh then you're attacking women or something yeah and people were attacking Brie Larson. they were they absolutely were um but i think part of that was backlash too um yeah whereas i feel like they're not doing that with this i feel like the the criticisms have been fueled by sexism a lot like the ones i've seen well yeah because like, you have a black female director mm-hmm. which this is the highest um grossing movie for a black mm-hmm. female director of all time Yes. So that's good. Good for Interesting. Yeah. Even though they made like the lowest for it. He made like a hundred million like over like globally mm-hmm. for like the weekend. So I mean it's still pretty that's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um and then yeah, it's got like three women leads, four with the villain, mm-hmm. three of them women in color. Yeah. Uh Brie Larson who no one likes. So it's a black uh, Samuel Jackson's black. You got an Indian Kamala's family's a main character. So it's, it's like Pakistani, yeah. Yeah, Pakistani. Mm-hmm. So you really have like one white person. Yeah. And it's even like behind the camera. So like that's people just don't people just don't like diversity. It. Is diversity cool. is scary to some people. Yeah, it's cool. Especially now, Marvel fans. Marvel. This is this is going to be hard to talk about, but we have to talk about it. Brave New World is getting a lot of reshoots. 
It's the new Captain America. Oh, the Captain America one. And it's being reshot almost entirely um, and rebuilt from the ground up. The reason is that they they were already in hot water, but it's even worse now. Yeah. They have um, Sabra. Yeah. They're adapting Sabra. Why would you ever choose to adapt Sabra? Sabra is like if, uh, if Captain America was worked for the IDF. Yeah. And it's very political and it's very, it's poorly timed in general. Yeah. yeah but yeah. also in general, the IDF is not like a, a good thing. It's just very weird that that character even exists in the comics, let alone, you know. Um, and the original controversy, they had to change the title. Did you know this? Mm-hmm. It was originally New World Order. And they're yeah. like, dude, you can't adapt a Jewish hero finally and call it New World Order. Like, that's crazy. And there's other Jewish superheroes like mm-hmm. Kitty Pride. Right. Listen, like, super interesting and super Super cool. interesting. I can't wait to see her Kitty on Kitty Pride's like the best. In the comics right now, apparently she's like She's so badass. Amazing. She's like that ninja yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Seeing Captain Monica, Captain Monica, <laughs> Monica Rambeau yeah. do like the intangibility like on screen, mm-hmm. makes excited for to see Kitty Pride on screen. I will say, <laughs> um, the the that line where she, that drives me crazy. She's like, she can uh, manipulate light. I can see it, <laughs> and she can uh, turn it into uh, matter. It's like anyone can see light. <laughs> she can do so many other things with light, and yeah. she's like, I can well, see I th- it. I think at the time because like. Mm-hmm. Her powers were like severely like upgraded for the movie, yeah. clearly. Yeah. So I think like that's what she could do up until then. Yeah. Which is weird because I mean there's a better way to word it. She could um she can and, and she she elaborates later and says, I can see everything on the UV spectrum. Yeah. Okay, cool, but like that's not that's not what you said. <laughs> yeah, she I didn't can say see that. light. That scene was cool though when she like faced that guy and then punched him. Mm. With, like his, I don't know if you saw that one. If you saw I that scene. Know. It's in the house battle scene. I think it's during the song. The house battles. I haven't. Again, I haven't seen the full clip. Or maybe, that. maybe I've seen that part and I just it doesn't. It didn't register. That was a cool me. part. Though. I keep seeing that twirl in my head. It's a cool. That's a cool yeah. scene. Um, um, but yeah. So that's an, that's yeah. that abysmal marketing. Uh, yeah, and then also you got movie. SAG. That's yeah. not. You can't promote it. No one can talk about yeah. it. And of course, it happened like right after they got released. So yeah. So they didn't get to do any fun, fun marketing. Oh yeah, the SAG strikes over. Sort of, uh, they still haven't fully like ratified it, right? The new no, they they have it's an A six like agreement, which is like a high enough for it to pass, I think. So people are like starting to resume filming already. Yeah, I did um, see, and and like people are at the red carpet and stuff. Yeah, but I, it looked like they were like kind of tentatively. I think some people it. aren't happy with it. Yeah, but I think since it got an eighty six percent, I think that's yeah. a, a high enough for it to pass. I think that's how that works. Anya Taylor Joy. Get, get back, back to, to work. work. That was so funny. <laughs> Every time I saw Husky, that's all I could think of. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else did I watch? Because you only watched. Uh, I watched Five, five Nights at Freddy's. You did, yeah. Oh, my brother texted me. Yeah. Hello, Gabriel, if you're listening to this. Um, first of all, I'm going to listen to this podcast, so that's good. <laughs> Thank you, my my fans and my family. Yeah. Um, but he texted me. What did he say? I, I was asleep. You told me he said we're not a real podcast. Yes, that's what it was. He said, not a real podcast if you don't if you don't review or you don't care about cinema. Uh true. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Right. So, actually, we don't. I don't care about cinema. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I've always been saying we need to pivot to a book, a book podcast. Yeah, and yeah. I gotta start reading. 
Yeah. Um, so I watched it. I don't know much about it, to be honest with you. I never played the games. Mm. I don't know much about that. I know there's a bunch of lore. Yeah. And there's so much people are like, I saw on TikTok where someone's like, that scene when this, I'm like, when did that happen? Yeah. Maybe I just didn't see it or maybe I just don't get it. Um, two stars. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's kind of a piece of shit. Um, I love Josh Hutcherson this, though. Yeah. He was great. I love him. I miss He's him. He's always been very stale to me as an actor, but not necessarily to his detriment. Mm -hmm. It just means there's not a lot he of just, roles for him. His range is limited. Yeah. He's kind of um, flat, you know? I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. But um, He's like if D Dakota Johnson was a, was a boy, you know? <laughs> that, like... I'm I'm Josh Hutcherson. I'm acting. Like, <laughs> Did you also see that new Madam Web trailer? Oh fuck, dude! Worst trailer I've ever seen. Like like, I can't process how Sony was like. Yeah, we'll just make a bunch of more Morbiuses. Like we'll just do it again. Like just a, a, a cut to shit. And Venom was bad. But Venom was like memeable, memeable bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, in, in Venom, I kind of enjoyed. I haven't seen it yet. Oh. Then keep your mouth a quiet. No, I'm freak. just saying. Venom's fun. I know. I heard it's a fun movie. Yeah. I heard it wasn't good. It's a good fun movie. I yeah. It's it, so bad. It's fun. It has the makings of a good movie, and it's honestly one of the better, like in general, superhero movies. I heard the second one was better than the first one. I don't know about that. I didn't see the second one. Um, I've seen clips. I've wanted to watch it. I just I heard it was more action oriented. I just haven't really had time to see it. But I love Tom Hardy though. The first one has Michelle Williams. She might be in both. She is in both. I love think. her. Someone called. Tom Hardy and Nicolas Cage of our generation. That's very interesting. <laughs> I would say he's kind of like the antithesis of that because he's more Maybe. like of a hmm, he's quieter, you know what I mean? Like but he does have a crazy range, which is very cool. Love him. What did you watch? The one movie you watched? I watched High Fidelity. It was, uh, it was time for a rewatch. Time for a rewatch. I've seen that movie so many fucking times. Do you know those movies that you just like are comfort movies and you yeah. just like know when you have to watch them? Like you yeah. know it's time to yeah, put yeah. them on. That's this for me. And and it's problematic. It's, it hasn't aged super well. Um, but that goes without saying. You know, it's about relationships and it was made in, in what, like 2000. And uh, it still holds up in terms of like comedy and and the way it dissects the like culture of like fetish properties. Anyone who like digs into one niche thing and thinks that they're better than everybody else because they know so much about it, which is very relatable to the film community, to much. the music community, to all of this yeah, stuff, true. right? Um, so it's, it's interesting to see yourself represented on screen as like kind of a piece of shit. And you're like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, um, it's good. And it's, it's, there is my main critique of the movie. There's a scene that I would I would honestly cut uh, he meets with one of his exes to talk to them that's kind of the premise of the film for yep. those who haven't seen it he goes and meets his top five like all-time worst breakups and it's like what is wrong with me why am I doomed to repeat this like um, and uh, he talks to this one girl and she wouldn't sleep with him mm -hmm. and then she slept with this other guy on like the first date yeah and he finds out and he's like why did you not want to sleep with me but you wanted to sleep with him like why am i doomed for this and she's like no i wanted to sleep with you but not when i was 16 and uh i was so defeated that like even though i didn't even though i said 
it was okay, it wasn't okay, and it wasn't rape because I said, I didn't say no. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it might as well have been because yeah. I felt nothing. I didn't have sex until after college. Like, And she just unloads all of this. And it's one of, like, she's one of the best parts of the movie. And it's such a realistic, like, depiction of how these systems of, like, masculine violence and how, how patriarchy has found a way to seep itself into like counterculture in a way you know what I mean yeah of like free love and like oh man don't you just run it you know and instead of him being like oh my god he and, and again it's not the movie is not endorsing it but she's like she's like uh, oh it wasn't me it wasn't my fault mm-hmm. and he's like oh cool like uh, she didn't even want to have sex with him like yay and it's like what it's like kind of played for laughs yeah and I really wish that it wasn't played for laughs even though it's a it's fairly lighthearted movie it's like it's weird to get so heavy and then just dismiss it mm-hmm. I, I don't know kind of an uncomfortable part of the movie to, to rewatch and that's fair that's the thing like a lot of movies from that especially the early 2000s mm-hmm. when that kind of culture was mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. to like put movies and joke yeah. about and happen mm-hmm. you ever go back and watch you're just like yeah, oh, that's just it's so it's so uncomfortable to watch like yeah. now, especially when you're like a lot older. Yeah, and he's a, a cheater, an emotional abuser. He's all these horrible things, that's and the type. movie goes, you know what? Let's give him a happy ending. And yeah. I think that's kind of my issue with it is like, yes, he learns and he grows, and that's beautiful, and it's and it, it's still a perfect movie to me, in terms of like as a comfort movie. Yeah, but I can see how it's you know no rating for a movie has ever changed as much as this one for me I've dropped it every time I watch it I give it a different rating it's like four four and a half five four and a half four three and I think I had it three and a half for a little while and then back up to five like it's all over the place man depends on how you feel about it or how you feel in the time I think too. yeah and how much you're willing to like ignore the warts you know what I mean yeah um, you watch the show with Zoe Kravitz I watched the first episode and I meant to watch more. Uh, it's good. I like it. It's good. I'm yeah. sad it got canceled. Yeah, that is sad. Um, um, I w- I remember liking that they had kind of updated the music mm-hmm. to be like more modern standards, but it was still genuinely, authentically like underground, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a good. It was a good little movie. I liked that one. A lot. I mean, the show. I liked yeah. That a lot. Um, Such a good movie. The music really is amazing. Music. Bruce the Springsteen best cameo part. is so good. Um, it's really really funny. The f- it really captures the feeling of like being twenty something and just scared and like like hurting and hurting other people, you know. And you know, he even he even says um, he's like, it takes a certain kind of like personality to be twenty six and scared that you're gonna end up alone forever. He's like, and we were that type of people, <laughs> you know. So, That's damn. literally me. Yeah. Um. To counteract with that movie, I did watch When Harry Met Sally last night. Another relationship perfect movie. movie. Um, another perfect movie. It's it's so good. It's, it's so perfect good. autumn movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it deals with relationships as well. And like, mm-hmm. they meet in college. They're twenty one. They don't speak again for five years. They meet yeah. twenty six. They don't talk again until they're like thirty. Yeah. And it's just saying she's like, I'm almost gonna be forty. And she mm-hmm. was like, he's like, in like eight years. <laughs> but I'm almost gonna be thirty. And yeah. like. In three like eight years, right? <laughs> in like three years. Yeah. So it's like weird to think about. Like I'm gonna be where they are. Like not dating anybody and dating so weird and like having relationships and having friendships mm-hmm. and like uh, it's just. But it was just. It's such a nice little watch. It's such a cozy movie. It is. It, it. 
I watched that for the first time last year, and I loved it. I saw that. So good. Um, I was going to say, if you haven't seen it, this is definitely a you and Katie you know, movie. It's really cute, really sweet. We thought about doing it for Halloween, but, you know, everybody does that. Or a couple. Oh, as a couple. Yeah. The, the yeah. spiders. Yeah, this, yeah, that one where they yeah, roll out yeah, the yeah. rug. Oh, God. So good. I love that scene. And I just, I, it's just a good movie. I will say, it's so funny. They try to p- pass off Mr. Crystal as a, a college kid, you know, at the yeah. beginning. She can almost do it, you know. But yeah, yeah, he yeah. was like a freshman in college. They were seniors. Oh, they were seniors. Yeah. He still looked 40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People were like, why is Billy Crystal Lee? He's not even hot. I'm going to say yeah, what I said. He's pretty hot. I was like, you know what? I would date him. Yeah. Billy I Crystal's would... always been an idol. I love him. He's so funny. And apparently, this was like Meg Ryan's first leading role. And so I watched documentary afterwards, like 30 minutes, because it was on the, I bought the mm-hmm. Blu-ray from the Shop Factory, because it had a little mm-hmm. 30th anniversary edition, so I bought it, mm-hmm. so I was watching the bonus features, and it's just so cute. She was so excited to be a lead, and she yeah. was like, I've never been a lead before, and I don't know where this is going to take me, and then she ended up doing You've Got Mail, Sleeps in Seattle, yeah. she ended yeah. up doing all this stuff. Kind of undefeated. You mentioned last week she was in that movie. Yeah, watched. What Happens Later. She, she directed it? She directed it. It's her second. It's very cool. Oh, and she dedicated it to Nora. Nora Ephron, who uh-huh. died. She's the writer of all like of all those movies. Right. Yeah, that's really sweet. Um, yeah, I was like, <laughs> that part got me. I was like, <laughs> yeah. like do you love? Do you love Nora Ephron? Love Nora with love. I love a good. I told you, I love a good rom com. Yeah. And I wish life was more like a rom com, but even the actors in the movie, because you know, what's her name is in it? It's more Carrie like Fisher. a rom horror life. Yeah. Horror. She was like, life's well, not like this. If people think it is, and that's okay if you think yeah. it is, but it's so funny because it's not. Yeah. And she was like, I mean, for people it happens sometimes, but not for everybody. Yeah. And I was like, God, that is so me right now. I um, do we want to talk about Tenet? Yeah. Yeah. Tenet. Tenet's a Tenet's another perfect movie. And the thing about Tenet is, you watch it the first time and you go, "That was a cool movie. What the fuck did I just watch?" Also, not Nolan's best. You watch it for a second time, you go, uh. Pretty much the same exact experience. You watch it for a third time. You go, this might be the best movie ever made. Um, Christopher Nolan's a genius. For me, personally, and this might be my hottest take of all time, Tenet is Nolan's best movie. By far. I think, uh, and Oppenheimer is is one of my favorite movies ever made already. And I've seen it twice this year already. I need to see it ten more times before I'm really satisfied. I'm going to own it, like, day one it comes out, I'm going to pick it up. But I only saw that one time. It's not Tenet. <laughs> Tenet's perfect. I have seen that movie three times now, and every single time, the part where they're holding their breath, I am I'm I'm stressed. I'm holding my breath. I'm I'm like, get out of there. You gotta get out of there. You were you were yeah. at the edge of the couch. You yeah. were like, I'm like I'm, I'm like, I've seen this three anxious. times. Anxious, and I'm like, I know it happens, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. That's the power of cinema. This movie is very mean? divisive. It is. I'm looking at everyone's. Like, people, we have a couple two stars, three it. and a half, three, four, four and a half, and five. Yeah. Like, it's literally every rating you can think about. People have given it. Yeah. Well, you... people think it's too confusing for its own good. Okay, then rewatch it. Okay, like grow your cerebral lobes back. <laughs> yeah, it's it's no part of it is out of place. No part of it is miscommunicated. It's just a lot to think about. So how is that a fault of the movie? I think it's crazy that this was. Like like an original idea, original thought. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like think yeah. about think about that. Like, that's inc- like who How has to come up with that? Exactly. I heard and it took all him the like details. He was like had this idea developed for like twenty years. Yeah. Like that's what. Yeah. Come my twenty code project. names and referencing Oppenheimer. That was crazy. That, that was, was like that was, like, was my what? fucking end game. I was like, what? <laughs> oh my god! They knew. They knew from the beginning. <laughs> no one knew what he was doing. Yeah. Um. 
that scene that just sticks with me when when they blow up the building the top of it blows up and then unblows up and then the bottom blows up and it falls down and it's like what the fuck and it's for that that temporal pincer movement battle with the um a team and b team and it's happening inversed and uninversed at the same time what and yes it's way it's it's overwhelming the best way you can approach it is to let it wash over you follow the plot from the beginning but then let the rest of it just wash over you you know and it makes more sense that way that's what i did and you can sit there and you can nitpick and you can like be like oh this guy is doing this and that and it's all perfectly constructed yeah perfectly constructed like there's no errors to it there's no like oh wait that doesn't make sense if you think about no there's not like plot holes or anything like that it's like airtight and oh god it's so fucking good dude I've been wanting to see this for a long time because of that. Well, I heard about all the drama that happened mm-hmm. with this movie. Mm-hmm. So it was during COVID. Yeah. It was, so it was released to day and day with Max. Like the whole yeah. slate that year wasn't how like, well, apparently directors got paid out. None of the actors <sighs> got paid out for like the streaming stuff because like, well, they can't. Right. Which is why the strike happened now where we are now. But, right. Um, Nolan was livid. That it was on streaming and that's it was why in he theaters. Left, and that's uh, why he left. Warner Brothers, right? Yeah, that's why it was Universal for yeah. Oppenheimer. Well, good for him. And they've treated him better. I mean, look at that. Almost a billion dollar movie. Yeah. That, that was one of the things. Was like, it's interesting that the Barbenheimer thing was not seen as a more insidious tactic by Warner Brothers to. They, they released it on his weekend yeah that he always releases movies specifically as a slight against him in in like guerrilla marketed the shit out of it to pair them together yeah just to i do wonder how both movies would have been if they weren't together because they both didn't benefited from the fact that it was double feature because there was a lot of people at our theater who would be like oh we're seeing both we're seeing both yeah the way that money fell yeah but i mean either way oppenheimer still would have been the same movie you know what i mean yeah barbenheimer may not have been received with as much prestige like like people almost because it was shoulder to shoulder with this fucking piece of marvelous cinema they're like you know and it's kind of nice to see i i love barbie i don't think it's a perfect movie um and it's 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 been nice to see people sort of sour on it too i'm like you know not not from even like a schadenfreude level just like to be vindicated like like yeah it's it's like a four star movie at best mm-hmm. I love the dance number I love the song it's iconic it's fun that's a movie I'll own and I'll watch a lot but it's just not like fucking I, I don't know it's not the best movie of the year or anything and I, I don't know don't worry you'll, you'll get our rankings you'll get our rankings sooner for best movies of the year yes yeah um, that'll be our Christmas gift to you is, is our yeah. best movies of the year I'm excited for that I am excited. I've been keeping it up to date. I haven't, but I have a, I have a list in my mind of yeah. the top 10 for the year just because yeah. I've seen... I feel like I haven't seen a lot, but I feel like I have seen a lot at the same time. I've seen a lot. Um, I've missed a lot, too, you know? I have, too. I want to go yeah. back and watch before the year's out. I need to watch Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, fuck you. It's so good. I can't believe you haven't seen that. Yeah, the fuck? I would, I'm not into that. Like, I never played the games or whatever. doesn't matter. And I never doesn't saw matter. it. We didn't screen it, I don't think. We did an employee screening of that, I don't think. We did, yeah. I just didn't go. Did yeah. you go? You didn't go either. I didn't go, no. Oh. I went with my friends. Who yeah, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, I held out. That was like nice a good you. soldier, and it was amazing. Yeah, it was no, a tremendous experience. And we had delicious cocktails for it. 
the charisma potion was the the charisma buff. Charisma buff, yeah. So good, dude. It was like a pomegranate. Uh, uh, oh god, <laughs> I could have drank fifty of those. They were dangerous too. They would just disappear. Not a mojito though. Nope, you're fiending for mojitos. Yeah. We'll wake up, back. drink my mojito. <laughs> like coffee. Every morning, have a mojito. <laughs> yeah, it's not a problem. It's a routine. <laughs> um, uh, but back to tenant. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, tangent. We do ten. We do tangents. Yeah. Uh, but I digress. Um, tenant's so fucking good, dude. Uh, the way that they did the special effects is just blows my mind not just executing it executing it it's like how did they do that but if you think really hard you can kind of put it together in your head coming up with it thinking about oh i want to blow up this building and then unblow it up and then blow up the bottom half of it and then you know it's like what yeah what yeah. or the reverse bungee jumping how groundbreaking that, that was is. cool that was a yeah, cool and scene. they actually did that i mean that's really fucking cool and the way they play it off, like kind of casually crashing a 747 into an actual, like an a- actually crashing it. What? Um, and that car scene that chasing is really cool. One fucking take for that. So yeah, the car scene. Yeah. It's, it's oh my god, and he's in both at the same time. Spoiler. Um, the 747. Like obviously they only have like one take for that, and you have three different threads, like story threads, visually passing by. So you have to orchestrate. I, I don't, I would never want that pressure on me. I don't yeah. know how yeah, Nolan yeah. does it or why. Like I would never want to do that, <laughs> to be that person who has to be like, okay, now we're gonna plan this. There's gonna be, uh, he, he would be a general in, in like Rome. You know what I mean? Like just coming up with perfect strategies. Like we're gonna have this camera, it's gonna follow these two and uh, it can't catch the other camera that's moving this way at the same time but it's going to be cut two hours later into the movie. You know, it's like, what? The way this had to be meticulously planned out in the beginning yeah. stages, I can't, even think, I, I can't even fathom that fucking, like, it's mind-boggling. that fucking, like, storyboard they had to do. Mm-mm. Like, imagine, like, all over the place. Ugh. And then the actual practical execution of it, of, like, shooting scene, a scene in Act 1 and a scene in Act 3 at the same time, and uh, at the same time as another scene from Act Two, like like there's it's all over the place and they're like okay well we need to go back here now and as a viewer you're like okay we're moving through but if you think about it like how the cameras had to move how how the the actors had to move you know it's it's so interesting and like it's not that hard to follow like if you think about no. it because like i have i'm not like the most smartest the smart you are thank you um yeah. you're oppenheimer <sighs> yeah i'm gonna blow up well okay. myself whoa yeah uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. Um, but, like, you just watch it, and it makes sense. Like, it, you follow story one, uh-huh. or point line, storyline one from the beginning. Yeah. Then you see storyline two happen, mm-hmm. and you follow both of them. Mm-hmm. And you see storyline three, where they mm-hmm. meet. And then you follow storyline three up into two. It's backwards. It just goes backwards. Yeah. Exactly. Eight goes forward and then backwards. Which is the point, of, is the, point of the movie. Tenet. Exactly. Tenet. And... If you you can understand it so easily if you let it wash over you, and it's perfect. But if you sit there and start thinking about the mechanics too hard, it, you'll you'll figure out that they work. Like there's it's airtight. But if you try to comprehend it constantly, you'll get lost in the sauce. You know what I mean? 
So don't don't sit there and pick it apart. Think about it after. I know Nolan said he didn't want this to be like a scientifically accurate movie. No, he was just like it's just well, a, yeah, sci-fi is fun. Yeah, exactly. And you know how they say like, um, uh, uh, what's that song where he's like, don't don't count, don't count your chips at the table. There would be plenty of time for counting when Dylan's done. You yeah. know, Keith Richards, I think, uh, um, or, or uh, whatever. Um, it's like that. Think about the movie after you watch it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, don't turn your brain off. But I like, think I think we talked about this before, like maybe not on the podcast, but about like how like people who overanalyze during the movie or like think mm-hmm. about reviews like on Letterboxd for the movie, it's like you yeah. feel like you ruin you feel, you miss yeah. the movie, you miss the point of the yeah, movie. Yeah, you're not you're not letting you're not suspending your disbelief. You're not letting the movie. Uh, what is what is cinema to you? Right, cinema is is the synthesis of sight and sound to communicate sensations. Yeah. Right. You're not allowing that to happen. You're not letting yourself experience something. If you're sitting there trying to think of a one-liner, I know so many fucking people personally who are at the you know top of whatever the fuck app that you want to use, who who sit there and, and think, oh, I'm gonna think of my funny little one-liner and it's gonna get me likes and I'm gonna get dopamine. You're not engaging with the medium. Like, it, there's no there's no valor in that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And there's there's no creativity or anything like it's just people who go the 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 only uh, chaotic good like genuinely good people on the app are, are those who sit there and go they either like quote the movie or they go like um, I'm gonna write I like this or they yeah. like or they or they write an, like an essay about like oh I, I like this like it was it was good because of this and that like. These these categories of people, yeah, they're not getting any likes, you know. No, but again, I feel like it's it's your own personal diary. Yeah, it's not really for other people. People, I mean, like, yeah, of it's course, it's barely a social media. Yeah, you don't interact with other yeah. people. You can comment. That's about it. It's a whole different world. And you go and you like you find one of the like top following accounts, you know, like uh, fucking Shafferlass Productions, and you just see the worst <laughs> takes you've ever seen. It'll be like two stars on the best movie you've ever seen, and then he's like, uh, uh. Squirty boo-boo dude. He like just wants to fucking tell it. And again, you deal with people who like want to be different to yeah. get more likes. Yes. Or want to be different. Yes. So like people are like, well, I don't like it. And people are yeah. like, oh, you know what? That's crazy because I didn't either. Yeah. Well, in in or they do the opposite. Like, that's my problem with the killer right now. Is it has problems with it. Like very that's serious like problems for the industry. And people ignore them because oh, it's from our favorite auteur. And I love Fincher. Like that's I can't say enough that I love Fincher. I'm not gonna turn a blind eye to something that could potentially be problematic for the industry as a whole. You know, like I don't know. It's just frustrating that people sit in these camps of like, yeah. you know, oh that's coming from someone I don't like, so I'm not gonna like it, and that's coming from someone I do like, so I'm gonna like it, and uh, I'm gonna not engage with the medium. I'm going to. Um, joke about it and fucking and not that jokes aren't allowed and having fun yeah of course allowed, but it's that's your whole shtick you know it's yeah it's just cringe man i don't know some people media literacy is dead yeah it's, it's been dead <laughs> yeah that's that's about this movie like this doesn't hit them because they're stupid yeah they don't really understand yeah I, hey you know what i said it here first yeah, idiots. Some people. I, I worry that it sounds pretentious to say like, "Don't joke with a movie," and that's not what I'm talking about. I'm yeah, no. Don't sit there and and try and think about how you're gonna get likes 
during a movie. Yeah. Don't sit there and think about how you're going to uh, top the social media fucking polls while you're watching a movie. That's not what. Yeah, the, the people who about. do it is because their their yeah. reviews are genuine. That's like uh, that's how you tell people like. Yeah, you might as well be like a, a travel influencer. Yeah, you're like you're not there having fun. You're there to produce content. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and we had some of those people that came into like some of our advanced screenings before, mm. who were like reviewers or like influencers, and they would just mm -hmm. come take pictures and be like, mm -hmm. "Fun movie." Yeah, but they're doing it because they have the benefits of doing that, and it's like. Right. You know, like not not all movies medium are gonna be the same. You know, like not every movie is gonna make you cry, make you laugh. No. Like we have again, we have like content movies that are coming out. We have like um, action movies, Tango and Cash. You know, like yes, exactly. Should I have let that be, be like wash over me as like a an experience of sight and sound? No, like yeah, but it's fun. You it's know? a fun movie. There's different movies for other reasons, but yeah, you can't just sit there and be like every movie's. You can't treat every movie the same when they're not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Thank you. High five. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Um, What's a good movie? I liked yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of, a lot of sidetracks on this one, but I liked Tenet a lot. I liked it yeah. more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know if I follow. Yeah. I, I was worried I was going to be able to follow it. That was my big problem. People shit on John David Washington. Um, I don't think he's a bad actor at all. No. I don't think he's the best part of the movie. He doesn't carry a lot of charisma with him, which is fine because he's playing somebody who is not like who is you're supposed to map onto. Yeah. He's a lens yeah, into yeah, this yeah. world. He's basically a nobody. And then in the in the in the end, he has so much because he's like become the protagonist. Yes. You know what I mean? And he he gets that line like, you know, uh I haven't been working for you. We've both been working for me. And he says it with so much stank and fucking gas. And I'm like, I yes. think that one of the big problems with having protagonists like like him mm -hmm. is because we're supposed to, as the audience, see ourselves as the main protagonist. So right. they kind of end up being dull and boring. Right. So I think that the protagonists, peop like people who portray like main characters like that, struggle a lot. Like, right. Or being typecasted. It's because we're supposed to be able to right. follow them as a blank slate throughout yeah. the movie. But um. He did, yeah, at the end, he yeah. did, like, become his own person. I feel like I did, too, like, watching it. I feel like you're also going along with that character. Kind of oh, like, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You, you follow it, and it, it all comes together yeah. in that yeah, third yeah. act. I did a good job about that well with in. that character. But I, I sort of remember the movie differently. You remember when... <gasps> Mandela Effect. Yeah, I, I, I could have sworn there was, like, a montage of all the times that Pattinson saved him. But I feel like maybe I just went back and watched, you know, and, like... Because when he turns around, that's kind of the end of it. Yeah. And I like it better that way. But I could have sworn that there was like this big cheesy, like overly blunt, like I think there montage. was that one there was that one scene where it showed the backpack and the string. Yeah. And that was kind of it. But like I think that was it. And then or at the end. Whenever I think it was at the end. Well yeah, but then I had that's what I mean. Oh, okay. I, I thought that, that right after that there was this like long montage gotcha, gotcha. of like the beginning, the opera okay. house, and then also when he goes to catch the book. I thought he like walked off and then did all this stuff again. I was like, how did they that was how I had remembered it in my head and interesting. And I still kinda do, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. What every time you watch it it's different. Whoa. <gasps> he made a fluid piece of media. <laughs> Speaking of Robert cool. Pattinson. Oh my god. Oh my king. god. Absolute king. Charming. Yeah. A charming man. Yeah. I, this is my favorite role from him, too, which is saying something. I think it has the most emotional weight to it. Like, the stakes are the highest. And yeah. I think that's what I like. I like when stakes are high. Um, yeah. 
although he's amazing in Good Time, I yeah. still want to see him in. Um, he's great in Lighthouse. The uh, Lighthouse too. Yeah, the Lighthouse. Yeah, his range. He's, he's got phenomenal range. And it's course, crazy. He's gonna be the, the heron boy here. Like that voice yeah. work alone just shows yeah. you that he cares about like the media. Yeah. Or the medium. But yeah, he was great. I liked him a lot in this role. And Elizabeth Debicki, mm-hmm. our Amazonian. Yes, she was amazing. Um, Robert Pattinson should be Bond. I'm saying it. I said it. He'd be a great Bond. He, and Christopher Nolan loves working with people he already works yeah. with. They could work together. Bond and Batman? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? Yeah. You know what's crazy is um, Robert Pattinson's gift at rap at the end of the sh- at the end of the movie for Tenet for Tenet yeah you know what it was no to Christopher Nolan he gave him American Prometheus the Oppenheimer autobiography that is adapted into Oppenheimer so oh, arguably really? he wouldn't have made Oppenheimer that's crazy without and and that's whenever people are like oh well his brother uses the coding Oppenheimer yes and that is very important because he references Oppenheimer in Tenet yeah which is why. Robert Pattinson got him the fucking thing, but then wasn't able to be in the movie. So sad. God, he'd have been great in that movie. Yeah, he he would have. Who would he have been though? You know. I don't know. I don't know. He's got a great I'm sure period he face. Destroyed it though. Yeah. He's got a face for like any kind of time period. I think. Yeah. People said that about Hunter Schaefer. I saw that they were like Hunter Schaefer as a face that can exist in any time. Um, I think so. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um. Speaking of different times, do we want to transition into yeah. our yeah. final movie? Dun, 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 Hermione. Aren't you going to start barking? That's, uh, that's my Northman impression. Yep. We watched The Northman. We watched The Northman. Another movie that is relatively panned. Was it? Yeah, I mean, to a degree. People are like, oh, three, three stars, three stars. Some oh. people hate that movie. Some people think it's a white supremacist movie, which is just cringe. I mean, come on. It's a Nordic movie. movie. Let's be real, you guys. I mean, they do talk a lot about bloodlines and protect your bloodline and, okay, and you your, have five stars. your heritage. But but the it, it's it's an adaptation of a saga. This is It's more on a spiritual level than, like, talking about any, like, preservation of blood you know what i mean like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um it, it's it's a it's basically a fairy tale you don't watch lord of the rings and go oh it's it fucking promotes this and that and like it's no dude it's it's i mean obviously engage with it critically but what a cool movie so well made there's so much like craft going on like to make it look the way that it looks it's just beautiful yeah and culturally it's all over the place (laughs) every performance is amazing um i don't know i don't have a lot to say about it to be honest because i just i i I always think about that final scene where these men have taken everything from each other everything (laughs) literally and and they're naked against fire wounded gravely and just they just fucking kill each other it's like there's no hope or happiness and and it 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 ends on a kind of a happy note but it it feels it feels like a thin veil yeah there's so much uncertainty behind it a long time yeah and uh i don't know but i i feel like it's really well executed 
it's so many gorgeously shots shot i think robert eggers shots. robert eggers has such a way with cinema like shooting yeah. and cinematography and, a, and his yeah. eye yeah because all his films like the witch and the lighthouse also have this simplicity yeah. to the shots yeah you know what i mean yeah like the shot he could like literally the shot of like the, the building just a building yeah. is gorgeous the shot of like trees gorgeous yeah What's weird is he's not using heightened artificiality, but it feels like he is. Those scenes where he climbs out onto the roof at night and it's these like ultra wides panned up and it's mostly sky in the shot. Sky, I whistled, my bad. Um, it's mostly like sky in the shot. Like, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it looks fake in a way, but like in a good way. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to describe that. It's very I mean, weird. I think because we're so used to like everything being kind of fake. Like you mm -hmm. see something like that shot. It's shot like on location. Yeah. You see it. You're like in real sets. Like everything. this has to be fake. Yeah. But, like Robert Eggers has always been like a vocal person about um, shooting with all natural lighting and shooting mm -hmm. with on all locations because all his mm -hmm. films are like this. Nothing. Nothing is ever not shot without any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, which is crazy to think about because like shooting a movie in like the, the ye olden times with no extra lighting but just what you have yeah is insane which is why there's a lot of fires in this yeah, movie and a lot, lot of fire uh, a lot of like moonlight well of course there's that scene with the Valhalla that's obviously not right real, but yeah I know what you mean but, but like, um, like when he's fighting the droger right yeah there's still only moonlight which is why parts of that are almost too dark but it pays off whenever he steps into the moonlight and, and uh, you know it's and it's like very I was telling Grayson earlier that I'm not, I'm not big. I know I should be mm -hmm. on like black and white films or also period pieces. I feel like sometimes they're just mm -hmm. kind of boring and they're not really mm -hmm. my jam. But um, I will say Robert Eggers has, I have like all three of his movies and they're mm -hmm. all one or the other, or both, which yeah. is the lighthouse is both. Um, the Northman is adapting a um, saga, the 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 saga of Amleth, right? Um, which they they say comes from Iceland and that there's scrolls, but there's no like they don't have any actual like proof that that's where it originated from. It just takes place there, right? Uh -huh. But the extant scrolls, like the 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 writings that were made later and distributed and ha that survived somehow, are what is being adapted. Um, okay, interesting. With the help of Sion, I think is how you say his name. Um, he works with Bjork a lot. He's an Icelandic poet and novelist mm -hmm. and, and lyricist. And uh, so he worked with Eggers to adapt it and kind of flesh out certain elements that are lacking in the original story. But the issues that people have with the story, I'm like, okay, it, that's part of the story. Like, Yeah, it's a I, real I story. Yeah, it's not a real story. It's um, oh, like a, like a, like a, but it's like, yeah, you're yeah, not going to. Yeah. A pre-existing story, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's really fucking good. And it's really well made. The tracking shots are crazy. The totally way that shots. they mine this this seemingly... Because the sagas were never very interested in like, oh, revenge begets revenge, evil begets evil, whatever. Um, to mine that for these sometimes banal, but like always well, you know, communicated themes of like, loss through revenge like what you sacrifice what yeah. you lose your humanity yeah. um being complicit in in, in uh, patriarchal systems of violence that's like right there on the on the forefront of the movie like um it's just really interesting like how 
his pain and, and turmoil and violence makes him cold and closed off to the same things that he's inflicting on other people. Yeah. They show you that, you know? Um, I don't know. It's very interesting. Another movie that comes full circle. Yes. And these are both, these both, they're, they're kind of a double feature if you think about yeah. it. They're both, like, they're both, like, I think as much as Oppenheimer mm-hmm. is good, I think mm-hmm. Tenet is a much more, like, bigger risk and a bigger oh, yeah. idea than a biopic. And so is oh, this. Yeah. I think this is, like, they're both epics. Yeah. They're like, these are the, these are the two biggest films that these directors have done. Right. Um, and I think that they both paid off extremely well for the yeah. most part. I think that they're like, of course, people aren't going to like everything, but. Yeah. And I, I think trying to like advertise a two and a half hour Nordic epic to like the normal audience, obviously it's not going to yeah, do that. Yeah, so it didn't make a lot of money. People were like, oh, it lost money. No, it didn't lose money. It won't in the long run. The only people who are going to see it are going to be the A24 fans yeah. and people who like Vikings. Pretty much. <laughs> and the people who like Vikings probably won't like it very much because it doesn't really do a lot of lip service to the Vikings. It kind of makes these guys look bad. But like we all know they're bad people, right? Yeah. We, exactly. all, we all know that, right? Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah. But they all give, like, everyone gives outstanding performances. Oh, that's, Skarsgård, that's what I want to talk about. Skarsgård? Skarsgård? Has never looked hotter. Is tr- just amazing. Like, he... It, the every time he yells, I feel it. Every time he moves, the physicality he brings to the role is interesting. That's insane. And he trained during COVID for it, so they he had to train at home, uh, remotely with his trainer, like um, skyping in essentially. And they had to do battle ropes and shit that they normally wouldn't do. And he, you can see it in his traps. He's just fucking huge. Huge. Um, Ethan Hawke is amazing at the beginning. He he delivers a really awesome like dying monologue that is just oh it just sets up everything so well speaking of the monologue mm-hmm. i think this has some of the coldest writing oh yeah like what like some oh, yeah. of the, like some of these lines are just and that's that's right out of the right out of the saga that's what they're putting in there they're like fuck it let's fuck that's it's it's so it's soaked in my blood it will slide off your wrist like a serpent <laughs> it's fucking cool your kingdom will not last and he's fucking right we were talking about that yeah, i'm like dude yeah. if i if i had a sword to my fucking throat, I wouldn't know what to say. I'd be like, "Fuck, you got me." <laughs> I'm like, "Damn, you got me, bro." Ah, shit. And I was like, "I, was like, I gotta practice more. I gotta, get, like, I gotta get one of these in my ro- really? my rotation." Or like, you don't have to do this or something. I'll I do wouldn't anything. have like beg. I wouldn't have some cool like yeah canned like monologue of, like, "You think you're fucking the guy? You're not him." Ah, and ah, even yeah. Hawk doesn't portray a lot of like all of his characters usually take place like in time. Or yeah. like he doesn't really do like like a lot of like period no. pieces. No, but he he was so it, the voice work he was so doing, good. Accent, His accent the, and the physicality too. He put on a lot of weight for this role. Yeah, and it's a smaller role. Yeah, so it's interesting that he he committed so heavily to it. Nicole Kidman. Let's talk about Nicole Kidman. Is scary. Nikki Kid. Let's she's talk so about her. scary and so good. Like she's also very believable. She does stuff with her face. Yes, great this. face acting. Very good face acting, and I think Eggers does demands that of all of his performances. I think you see that the most in her. I think you also see it in, and, and if you think about these characters and how their faces would be postured, right? Ethan Hawke, a face of stone, and like he's he's like clearly doing like a you know pouty face almost like you know. Uh, Nicole Kidman's got this like lascivious like wickedness to her. Um, uh, you've got 
Alexander Skarsgård just being like, you know, just all rage all the time, but also a level of softness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's very interesting. I think that you know, we have to praise one of the best actresses of our time, which is Nicole Kidman. Like her versatility, she's so her good. range is phenomenal. She's so good and so, and I hate her so much in this movie. Oh. She's so good. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I remember um, one time talking about ages and again how Nicole was like, "When did you reach like, like thirty or 40 mm-hmm. You're just mom. Like, you're yeah. just a mom. Like, you're just yeah. like the damsel or you're the mother. Mm-hmm. Like in the situation." And she was mm-hmm. the mother, the yeah. queen. But then, like, she has this whole twist on her role, yeah. being more than she was the mastermind. Well, it's interesting in in Hamlet when you read Hamlet. There's this really controversial, like kind of conversation that happens about is Gertrude the real villain yeah. of, of Hamlet, the mother. Yeah. yeah. Um, and people are like, no, 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 that's sexist, that's this, that's that. If you read the story it's adapted from, the mother is the mastermind and the villain of it. Like she is the one who manipulates it for her own reasons that are really interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I think about that a lot. I remember in high school, me and Katie actually, specifically Katie, got in trouble uh, with the English teacher for suggesting, daring to suggest that Gertrude was the real villain. She's like, how dare you say that? Obviously not. Um, It's like, okay. Um, Women can be anything they want. Yeah, including evil. (laughs) Um, Manipulators. Yeah. Hmm. And... yeah, it's just it's amazing, and and my favorite performance. It doesn't overshadow any of the others because they're all so good, but it gives me chills every time. Anya Taylor Joy, I think she she's so she's so good in this. And there's that monologue that she gives in Old Slavic, like th- like casting a spell of like fate to like as he as he goes to his death, and she she's swinging her arms around and fucking look into the sky and screaming and and her it just watching it even now at home on the couch i get chills watching it in the theater every time i worked it which was a lot i would go and i would go at that part and i would sit there and i'd watch it and in the dolby atmos and the the screen and the the, the fucking you would feel it i would get chills all the way to my fucking toes man yeah. like she, she was she was really is good. tremendous I, she has not turned in a better performance yet. That's my take, and I, I'm excited to see what she does in the future. If she can even scratch what she pulls here, like she's sure she, our she's most also talented. one of those faces where she could do, I think, anyone, anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, Furiosa coming for you. She's coming for us. I cannot believe Furiosa is almost out. The day that Furiosa comes out, I I, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. Dude. I can't even process it. <laughs> Wow. Oh my god. Um Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's a movie that I think definitely I think I should have missed it in theaters. Yes. But um it was a great theater experience. Yeah, I can see that. That's but I, I'm fine with the couch. Any time that they ever show it again, I will I will go and see it cuz it just feels you feel it differently. Yeah, the yeah. sound design is, is the amazing. The soundtrack, the score, it's the score. I the mean. guttural like you can't even understand it when the he witch is saying, you know, hear me. Like you're like, holy shit! Like it's it's in you. Uh-huh. The sound is in you. Uh-huh. You know, whew. God, so good. What a, what a picture! What a, what a picture! <laughs> what a pick! What a pick! What a flick! What a, <laughs> what a pick! What a flick! No one says flick anymore. 
Yeah, no one does. It's I'm like saying flick. flick. Yeah. What's that? But I, I say flick kind of derogatorily, but not not in a bad way, but like, uh, <laughs> like, um, you know, not Tango and Cash is a flick. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's a flick. You know? <laughs> yeah. You throw it on. I know what you mean. It flicks by, you know? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but you like it. Don't call it a hot, hot piece of garbage. You know? That's Ant Man Quantumania for you. See, that's not a flick. Because it's not fun. A flick has to be fun. That's fair. That's fair. I'll a give flick it flick has to be fun. Yeah. F for fun and flick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We're making, we're making up our own rules right now. But it's just also a flick is not serious. You know? So it's a, it's a fun, not serious. Fun, not serious. Just throw it on. Yeah. Just so flick like it Oppenheimer is not a flick. You know? But is Oppenheimer a, a movie or a film? Well, see, I think movie is like an umbrella term, and then I think film is also an umbrella term, but film tends to carry a prestige. It's like, it's cinema, it's film, it's, yeah. it's I say a picture. Oh, it's a picture. Okay, okay. Ooh, even though it's way more than one picture, bro. Okay, I think I've never, said, I've never heard you say that before. along. I, it's in my review for Oppenheimer, <laughs> and I just said, what a pic, what a picture. What do you mean you've never heard me say this? I've never heard you say that before. I, I say, wow, what a picture. Wow! If you say so, I believe you. But yeah, I don't well, think I've ever heard you say to. that. I don't think I <laughs> Picture this. And that's the end of our podcast because Grayson just killed me. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, those are all of my movies. That's all my movies too. That's all I watch. I don't watch a lot this month. What are I mean, you this week. For? What are you excited for? That is coming out this year. The holdovers. Oh, Godzilla minus one. We know. Yeah, the holdovers. We're gonna watch that tonight. clip that was on Twitter of the uh, Godzilla swimming. Yes, in the, the the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was my favorite part of the trailer wow. already, and the clip itself is even better. That CGI else, is unmatched. Yeah. Someone else said it's it's amazing to see very solid visual effects in full daylight, not to obscure it the way that like Marvel movies are like, let's make it as dark as possible so you yeah. can see that it's bad. Um. Yeah. That looks so good. Let's Godzilla see. minus one. Napoleon. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Nap. I'm. Going to watch Napoleon and I'm going to enjoy it. And I, I'm not really excited for it because I know that the director's cut that they'll inevitably release like in the next two years, that's going to be like six hours long and actually tell the real story and that be the director's crazy. vision will be very good. So that's what I'm excited for is, is the idea that we are going to get <laughs> this movie eventually. Yeah, eventually. Not this movie that's been cut to shit <laughs> to fit a specific runtime. Well, the reviews are still pretty good. It was like an 80-something. Yeah. That's, that's but I thought it was going to be a lot lower, to be honest with you, because I know people are like kind of uh, on Ridley Scott, especially yeah. recently. I feel like they've kind of just yeah. been like, well, he had that Gucci movie came out. Dude. And The Duel, The Last Duel. Right? Really I love The Last right? Duel. Love The Last Duel. And you know what? I'm going to say it. House of Gucci. He's going to say it, you guys. I watched a clip recently, and I feel like I've been gaslit. I feel like I have been gaslit. <laughs> I watched it. I thought it was really funny. I thought it was really good. And then I was like, well, no, it, it can't be because uh, people said it wasn't played for laughs. Like, it wasn't funny. The Palo stuff is just like, oh, he's trying to not be funny. There's no way. Like, not even in like a, oh, I don't believe it. No, I do not believe. I, I genuinely believe that Ridley Scott was trying to be funny with Palo. I think he was playing him for jokes. He's saying like uh, that that line where he's like, you never want to mix up a shit and a chocolate. <laughs> I know. I have done it. Like, that's a, the stupidest, most lowbrow joke ever. 
Like it's funny. I don't you know. I haven't seen it, so I cannot comment on that. I just feel like I've been gaslit, and I'm really I'm I'm getting frustrated because I think it's maybe secretly a great movie. <laughs> I don't watch in like four years. That movie's gonna come out. Yeah. It's gonna be like another thing I want to talk about. Adam Driver. Oh yeah. Fuck, fuck you. you. I don't know. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, it's uh, what, what do you say to people saying that it's a uh, harsh, dramatic? And cheesy for me. I don't know. He says, "Fuck you." I don't know. That's what that's what a couple months of the strike does to a motherfucker. And also, I feel like Adam Driver has been in those movies where um, they've been kind of ridiculed. Like you got the Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, The House of Gucci. White you noise. Know, white noise. White I feel noise like got panned. I feel like hard. he's just tired of people like dogging on him, dogging on his yeah. movies. He's in. Yeah. And you know what? Good for him. I think actors because Q and A's. We went to one with um, Deacons, Roger Deacons, Roger yes. and James. They're so unbearable. They're so crazy. Q&As are terrible. There should be curated questions. They I know should that be. sounds bad. Or they should be approval for their, you know, yeah. asked. Yeah. I know that sounds bad, but they it's miserable for everyone involved. Q&As. Oh my god, they're so and I so like honestly, I would hate that too if someone mm-hmm. came to me and did that. Like I would honest to god not do that. I don't yeah. know. Man, the Roger I forgot about the Roger Deacon. That was that awkward. Was tough. That was awkward. Yeah, watching him answer respond to people saying Oh God! What would they say? Oh, my friend actually wants to make movies too, and um, uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask, like, um, did you mean to do this? Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Waste of fucking time. Dude. Waste my fucking time. Waste if you want to be a filmmaker, time. start thinking about it this way. Everything is on purpose. Yeah, everything is precise. Sure. We're not making flicks here. We're this making- is Roger fucking <laughs> Deakins. Okay, this is this is the goat. Okay, this is the goat. Um. I'm excited to see Poor Things. Oh, my God. When does that release? December. December something. December. So, Poor Things, Napoleon, Godzilla Minus One. Uh, the Boy and the Heron. The Boy and the Heron. Um, Positively. Uh, I'm going to watch Hunger Games. I'm going to watch oh, it. Oh, yeah, Hunger Games. I do want to see I think I that. might like it. I went to all the midnight premieres in high school. Yeah. Saltburn. Saltburn. See, I thought a lot of Hunger Games, it looked like it from the trailer, was shot in the volume. It looked like it Interesting. was. And Seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff that they're releasing, it looks like it's it was real all set. shot on real sets. Yeah. Why does it look like that? I don't. It's it's kind of ugly. I don't know. Um, Maybe because it's like a period piece. But I love Rachel Zegler. I You're a Rachel Zegler defender. I am. Fuck all y'all stupid. He's a Zeghead. Bitches. Want to say things like, oh, um, she's uh, actually she she's not grateful for the Snow White role okay should she bow down to the disney overlords and, and then like, again we're talking about how jacob Lori did that with the kissing booth and yeah. everyone's praising him yes exactly i'm like but when rachel zegler does it she's you know or whenever he's real he's so real for that she's not yeah like and they both they both have said the term oh i just need a job i want the money i'll do whatever they both have said that i'm getting mad i love her dude today's theme is how media hates women it does well we all know this though yeah, what else is new? Like Amy yeah. Schumer, I think. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, nah, I'm just joking. He doesn't speak for me. Uh, it's a joke. We all hate Amy Schumer on this podcast. Yeah. If you don't, please unsubscribe and go ahead and block us. Any Amy Schumer fans, kill <laughs> yourselves. True. Anything Are you going to see Wonka? I, I'm going to watch it. I'm curious about it. I'm, I'm morbidly curious. I'm, I don't think I'll enjoy it. I don't think it's going to be bad. Either. I don't know. I trust Paul King. I do. That sounds kind of fucked, but he did all the time movies, and those are yeah. like critically acclaimed. They're great, hundred percent. It looks well directed, too, honestly. And I heard him singing, and I heard it was really good. Yeah, there was and a clip. Uh, I think 
Tim Cham has the juice. I think the trailer <laughs> looks bad. It's hard to market a movie like that. It is. The one thing that's going to be really bad about it, and that you just can't look past it, is Hugh Grant as an Oompa I don't want to look at it. I don't want to see it. It looks bad. It's poorly CGI. Yeah, yeah. It's I feel like forehead. with that, it's just so hard because you can't... Because, of course, um, you know... What's the correct term? Little people? Little people? Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, they're very vocal about not being portrayed as just dwarves. Yeah. Because that's all they've ever been seen as. And, yeah. of course, like, with the original one, it was easier to just paint little people orange and green, dye their hair green and call it a day. But now, I feel like not stepping on their toes and trying to be more respectful is CGI. And that doesn't really... But also, do you see the picture of the Snow White? Where they're, they're actually dwarves now? Yeah, that was I thought they weren't supposed to be dwarves. Um, I heard they're supposed to be like creatures because they didn't want to cast dwarves or do dwarves again. Right. But I'm not too sure about that. They might be like gnomes now. <laughs> they like know. gnomes a little bit. But I assume they were doing dwarves. There's nothing wrong with dwarves existing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think they meant like we're not going to like, like cast, cast dwarves. Maybe that's what they meant. Which f- to me sounds bad. Like, But maybe what they mean is they're not going to cast the same, like, three dwarves in the only roles that are out there for, like, little maybe, people. You know? Maybe. Which, mean. again, dwarf used to be the, like, kind term because of dwarfism. Yeah. But, that's the, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I think that's it. I'm looking at all those movies, and most of these are just from what I haven't seen yet. There's so many. Look at this. I haven't seen so many of these fucking movies this year. Yeah, a lot of these are shows. But like last strays. year's, like last year's, gotta see strays. I saw almost every movie last year. Me too. Oh, you still haven't seen After Sun? No, I know I haven't seen After Sun yet. Okay, we can wrap up. Huh? Okay, okay, I'm hungry. Let's close it out. Thanks for listening. Um, Thank you so much it. for listening to us talk about two extraordinary, underseen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. critically divisive films. Yeah, s- sort of. Kind of back to a. Um, kind of back to our, our scattered scattered format place. yeah format which is fine I, these I are more for our chill days wanna, yeah exactly yeah. but I love doing the deep dive we're not abandoning that at all we just can't deep dive every movie because every, like, every movie yeah. is deep diveable one every week that's like it, a lot goes into that that you don't see research and yeah. see my notes look at my notes the conversation <laughs> is long the editing is long it's so yeah if you guys didn't see the last episode it was an hour and a half yeah. and I edited like 15 <laughs> minutes out yeah so it's um so yeah you know doing these like kind of less focused ones are still fun and we're gonna do some other formats too we're gonna try like so next week's gonna be the whole different thing double features things like that we'll we'll talk about it today figure it out and let y'all know talk about it over lunch yeah and uh but yeah stay tuned for that and i hope y'all enjoy and next week thanksgiving watch next week is thanksgiving yeah well happy thanksgiving yeah we want to take a week off if we don't have time. Well, I mean, it's recording on Wednesday. Wednesday. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Is it not? Well, like it might be the week after next. Well, no, yeah, it's next week. When this comes out, because this will come out Tomorrow next the Wednesday. 16th, so then seven days after that is the twenty. Uh, the 23rd is yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Technically, when this comes out, it'll be Thanksgiving. Oh Tomorrow, yeah. So it'll be next happy week. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We're thankful for all of our. And listeners a happy day. new year we, yeah, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and merry christmas so well, we can wait we can save that yeah. for her. and i'm john no i'm kidding i'm not <laughs> doing it. john ham is not here i was just no. trying to do an impression he was a one and done
Yeah, he said he was not going to come back. He was, he was not a fan of our podcast. Well, he kept saying really problematic shit. We had to cut out everything he said pretty much. And <laughs> and so he was barely in it at all. And then he was mad that he didn't have any time. He's like, I wasted my time. He's like, I wasted my time. I've done it. That's what he sounds like to me. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to probably cut back on guests for a minute until we find. Yeah. Trying to guest coordinator to get somebody on here. Yeah. I want someone cool. Maybe we'll get Brie Larson. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm like, hey, Brie, were your biggest defenders? I watched, uh, what's, how many times did that guy watch it? 108 times. 100 and something times, 100 times, yeah. I watched it 109 times. <laughs> I watched the Marvels 108 times. Come, wa- come, come on our, our podcast. podcast. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about, Brie. But I don't not, care. Not <laughs> Marvels. <laughs> Let's talk about your hair movies. Yeah, I actually. feel like she has really good taste. Oh, I'm sure. Let's talk about Short Term 12. <gasps> Oh, that's such a good movie. Yeah. That's such a good movie. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>